You're tuned into Two Better Than One with your host Arlene and DJ. Welcome everybody to Two Is Better Than One. I am your host Arlene and my co-host is DJ Johnny C. That's right. Welcome. We're so excited to be here on YouTube and on other platforms that I will list on the description. We thank you for tuning in. So, Johnny, how is everything this lovely Saturday? Everything's good. It's beautiful up here in New York. It's about 68, sunny, just a gorgeous day. And uh, I'm glad to be here with the Planet Beat Nation and Adelante with Arlene. Oh, well, thank you, my co-host and partner in this show. I cannot do it without Johnny. Love the show. We want to thank everybody who is tuning in from Planet Beat Nation and also Adelante with Arlene. We thank you for your comments, your love, your support. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to me here and Adelante with Arlene and Planet Beat Nation here on YouTube as well. And at the end of the show, we will be able to tell you even the more platforms that each one of us is on individually and together. So Johnny, 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 maybe people don't know, but I have a book that I actually put together myself called My Thoughts. And this book has the thoughts in which the Lord had deposited in my heart um, a few years ago. And by the goodness of God, when the Lord placed in my heart to do two is better than one uh, with Johnny, um, I wondered how would the show be different? And it was because I had to grab one of the thoughts from the book. So today's thought is... These are my thoughts. As a follower of Christ, it is best to live by God's promises and not by his explanations. God doesn't have to answer all our why God questions. All we need is to remember that his ways are not our ways. He is faithful to his word. And he is bigger than our questions. Just trust him. Ooh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. Like always, I think since the Lord knows I'm so wordy, the spirit of God gives me lots of words. That right there, my brother, has a lot to be broken down. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. That is, uh, that's big. That's big. Definitely. And we're going to try to give you our experiences in just 20 minutes left or something. <laughs> we will try. We will try. So really the theme of this, Johnny, is trusting God. And many of us, when things don't go right, we say, why, God? Why? Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, yes. Yes, that's just the natural. That happens to me a lot at work. Mm. Share with me. Share with us. Well, not only at work, I would have to say in life, people do things to us sometimes that I would never do to them. Mm. I ask God, why? why? Why would somebody do something like that when I would never do anything that like that to somebody? It may be vicious. It may be hurtful. It may just be disrespectful um i'm not talking about somebody cutting you off on the road you know what i'm talking about but um i try and figure it out and if i can't what i do is i ask the lord to do what you said to, to I, I ask him to help me and this is how i look at it in my brain 
I, I look at the Lord grabbing me by the wrist and taking me. I say, Lord, I put my trust in you. I don't understand what's going on now, but I'm going to trust you to lead me in the right direction. Take me and lead me and do what's best for me. Because what I learned a long time ago in church, mm -hmm. I don't know why it came to me that, and this is what I've been asking for years. You talked about it weeks ago about wisdom. What I think is right for me in my life may not be what the Lord thinks is right for me in my life. And he's going to do what he thinks is right for me. And what we need to do is to trust him, just like you said. Amen. The word of God says here, let me see what verse it is. Mark eleven twenty four, And I'm going to, I'm going to explain this. Therefore, I tell you, this is the Lord speaking, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, this is what happens. We do pray and ask for something, right? And then if we don't get it in the form of the matter that we wanted it to be, most of us say that, why God? We want God to explain. You see, the problem is that we've taken the scripture and we think that God is a genie and that everything we ask for, we're supposed to get. But we forget that it has to be lined up with his will for us, just like you said, with his will for us. So because we read, therefore, he says, I tell you, whatever you ask, okay, in prayer, believe that you will receive it and it will be yours. Uh, it doesn't mean I'm going to live in a mansion. See, it's according, well, I will in heaven. Uh, it's according to his will. And this is where some of us and most of us, including myself in my earlier years in the Lord, and even in my present at times, we, we exactly what you said, we need to trust him. It's like trusting him blindly, except as you're maturing in Christ, it shouldn't be blindly because you know what the word of God says. So. We then stand on his promises, like I read before, not expecting God to explain things all the time and trust him that whatever we might have prayed for or wanted or don't understand, we just have to understand that we're on a journey called life. And in this journey, we are going to encounter those people that are not kind, that do bad things, that are evil towards us. And while we don't deserve it because no one deserves it, we can't, we ask the question, why God, but why, but why? The truth is we all do that, Johnny, we do. But I think that as we mature in the Lord, we do what you said at the end. We put our hands up and say, I will trust you, Lord. I will trust you, right? Yeah, well, I, I look at it in my mind when I talk to the Lord, which I do it subconsciously, I picture it as him taking me by the wrist and leading me where he wants me to go. Right. Like right. He's going to say, John, this is where I want to take you. This is what's right for you. And I honestly believe it because like today we're going to be wondering why, but three weeks from now we'll get the answer and then we'll be like, Oh, okay. Now I understand but you're, you got to remember something, and you know it, and I know it. 
other people have to know it. Your eyes have to be open to see these things. When your eyes are open and you see the Lord do his work in your life, it's one of the most unbelievable things that you could ever describe because you you will be amazed by it. You really will. You'll see him do his good for you and your life. And it's not luck. You know, some people say, oh, I got lucky. No, you didn't get lucky. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Lord is, is looking out for you. He loves you. It, it's truly um, true what, they, what it says in the Bible about every hair on our head is loved by the Lord. It's actually numbered. So well, I could number all of mine. You're fighting. <laughs> but, you know, when I heard that scripture, thank you for bringing it up. Every hair on our head is numbered, numbered. not counted. Not numbered. Counted. Yeah. So, Johnny, that's so awesome because that's the it's detail. True. That's detail. That's God saying that he knows us so well, so intimately. The word of God says... In Jeremiah, we've heard this a lot, 29, 11, for I know, says the Lord, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to you for a future and for hope. So again, why question when all we need to do is trust him and we need to remember that his ways, the book of Isaiah says that are not our ways and that he is faithful to his word, to his promises, and that he is bigger than our questions. You know, he is bigger than our questions. So that is a normal thing for so anybody who's listening out there. It's not really a sin to ask God why. you When you have a relationship with God and you have your time with God and you're speaking to the Lord, um, you know, God knows what we think and what we feel and what we're about to say before we even say so therefore, when we share for our own well-being with God and, and, and we sit before him, he's a loving God, a kind God, a forgiving God, a faithful God. So please never be embarrassed or ashamed because we all have asked the question, why God? But when we spend that intimate time with God and we seek his face, we realize that we don't always have to know why, but we need to know the who which is God that's in our life and that he will, like Johnny said, show us why something might've happened or maybe not show us the why, but give us the strength to go through it and to trust him anyway, because every pain, every betrayal, every loss that we have suffered has not gone in vain. There is a lesson to be learned, something to be taught something as we grow in the Lord to be able. If you have a loss, you're able to help another person who is suffering from loss because now you know how God saw you through it. If you have a problem at work and people are persecuting you, you know better on how to love them even when they're unlovable, how to put up with things the way the Lord would want you to put them up. And when the boundary has been crossed over, when you seek the Lord, he and trust him, he will show you the way. Correct, Johnny? Isn't that true? Well, it's amazing how, like, I don't know how to put it into words. I, I, I'm i going to try the best I can. Go ahead. He's not a somebody. He's everything. Amen. And 
like I'm trying to put words into it, but I'm just going to put it any way I can as a human. Look, as a human, I'm, you can't, you can't think like God does. We're human. You understand this? It's just not possible. But for somebody that I never physically met or had stand in front of me, I've never had anybody in my life that I loved more or that I I could turn to before anybody. He's the one. Immediately, it's Jesus. Immediately, something goes wrong, it's him. Something is good, I'm thanking him. Like, don't only go to him when things are bad. Go Amen. to him when things are good in your life and thank him. Thank him for everything, because if it's not for him and his doing, you would have nothing. And I'm going to take a quote from you, and it's a good one. And I feel it was the Holy Spirit telling me this. What did you tell me a couple of weeks ago? You said, Johnny, this isn't your show. It's the Lord's. The Lord will do as he feels is right. He'll do as he is. He feels what he wants to do with it. And I really thought about that. And you're right. Because if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have all these wonderful people that I know uh, honored to call friends. Um, the Planet Beat Nation is incredible. There's some great people. I don't know what you would call them. My listening audience. Your supporters, your friends. Supporters. And, I, I mean, and I'm blessed to have some of your supporters as my supporters, and I want to thank them. love you. Forget I want to thank them. It's a you wonderful come on thing. The chat and they forget about me. It's all Arlene. Oh. Arlene. <laughs> the word of God says in Psalm 31, 14 through 15, I trust in, rely on, and I am confident in you, O Lord. I say you are my God, and my times are in your hands. My times are in your hands. Isn't that an awesome song? Wow. That's trusting God. That was David speaking. Trusting God that when you're in the worst situation or where you have that, why God, why God, you have to take that moment and step back and say, my times, Lord, are in your hands. Because there's so many things we're going to encounter in life that are out of our control. Things that other have... Uh, done too that affect our lives. Sometimes it could oh. be a marriage. You're not kidding. It could be marriage, and you have to work it through. It could, it could be death. Yes, exactly. There are some circumstances that you can't sometimes get out of because God is doing a work in us through those circumstances. But if we depend and trust on the Lord, we will know what steps to take next. And we will learn that because we are we are born to live in community. So there's going to be those occasions like it's happening to you, Johnny, that's happened to me, where we encounter these people and it's beyond our understanding how they could be so miserable and so, uh, so mean and so cruel and so nasty. But Johnny, as I walk in the Lord, even though sometimes I've gotten like it's rubbed off on me because of someone else. I realized that God has given me uh, empathy for these people. I don't even know that act this way. 
because deep inside all that nastiness, that miserableness and all that they have is, is something that has happened to them. That's made them that way that they've chosen to continue to be that way. And we're blessed to have God and everybody listening out there. When you have God, you're not perfect, but something about us changes, you know? And when we live in New York city, as I did, or any city, it's very easy to get agitated in a second. The minute you walk out your door by some other human being in the, in the, uh, in the place that we walk in, in the streets, because we're constantly with a lot of people around us in a city like New York. And that's where we get really tested to keep our smile on. That's where we get tested to walk away from certain situations that we have to walk, you know? That's where we get tested on how we're thinking when I look at someone and I may be critical in my heart of a certain person. And I might look at them and they're a stranger, but I don't know their story. So my job is to pray for them in silence. That's my job as a Christian. That's my job. But I've asked the, why God, why? <laughs> Well, you know what it is like with me? I want my life to be perfect, but in reality, it can't be. I know. And when things don't go the way I want them to, I vent. Yes. I'm not a mean person. I would never hurt anybody. I would never do wrong by anybody. But sometimes I'll vent. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm human. But... Mm -hmm. We have to understand that life isn't fair sometimes, and that's hard. Think about that. Yeah. Let's slow down. Let's take, let's go real slow with this. Life isn't fair sometimes. That's what I learned in my 50s now about life. Life took my brother unexpectedly. 46 years old, life mm -hmm. took my father. Now, you know, I prayed like heck to God for my father to survive his illness, but he didn't. And I don't blame God. There's a reason why, what, why my father passed when he did and as quick as he did. Um, I'm not happy about it and I truly miss him, but Life isn't fair, and I've come to that conclusion, and I've accepted it, and it's the other thing I said earlier. Sometimes it's not about what you think is right. It's what the Lord thinks is right. You can't put yourself on the same level as him. We're human. Yes, yes. Humans. Even the smartest man on the planet couldn't understand God because you can't. You, you know where I'm coming from. Oh, yes. Um, you know, trusting, some of us may have a controlling nature or the personality that says, if, there's somebody, if you ask somebody to do something, let's say you're at work, and they don't do it the same way you do it, or as quick as you do it, and let me speak about my personality, I used to say, give it to me, give it to me, I will do it. And in the Lord, I learned, and you get that little saying that says, if you want something done right, I guess you gotta do it yourself. But the truth of the matter is, in the Lord, I've learned that that's a very negative statement because it did not allow me to give someone the opportunity as a good leader that I should be, right? 
to learn from their mistakes on how to do something, to try something, to try something, not to take it from them and already say, I can do it better. I can do it better. I can do it better. Um, we have to trust that God uses us in those very uncomfortable situations that we have to really take inventory of ourselves and check ourselves and step back um, when we're about to retaliate or to uh, act ungodly. How's that? Not be sensitive to the spirit. Now, again, I'm not uh, putting blame or shaming anybody. I'm explaining that just like Johnny and I, we are just two human beings. But in our case, we happen to love the Lord. And when you have the Holy Spirit, there is a prompting in you. It, it, he lives and abides in you. The word of God says that he abides in us. We abide in him and he abides in us. It says it in the book of John. And therefore, if we have this relationship with God, it's like our father kind of tugs at us when we're about to say something or we've already said something we shouldn't have said. And, and now we realize that we are on this earth, but we are not to act like everybody else. And we have to trust that he has a better plan. Absolutely. Right, Look, you can't, you can't be on the same level as him. You can't, not as a human being, but what you can do, and this is what I do, we touched on this either last time or the time before that, you can ask for wisdom to understand him, you know, that's what I do, you know, and uh, th things do become clear down the road. It may not be clear to me today in three weeks from now, something will become clear to me. And I'm like, Oh, wow. And it's just yes. a wonderful thing. It really is. Yes, Johnny. And you know what happens when we don't stand back? I'm talking out of experience, but it's biblical. When we don't stand back and reevaluate, let's say we're in a mess and there's a hundred things going on and, and we're saying, why God, why God, did I do something to, to, to uh, produce this effect that's going on in this atmosphere? And you start questioning. It's okay that we question ourselves. So we take responsibility for our own actions and maybe learn how to handle it better. But it's important that we seek God and not seek anything else outside ourselves for those answers. And I'll tell you why. Look what the word of God says. I love this. Psalm 44. Blessed is the man or woman who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. Mm. Well, we don't trust the Lord. When I didn't trust something in my past, what was the first thing I did when I was unsaved, not serving the Lord? I go to my girlfriends, right? So it was always great to go and share something about, oh, look what that person did to me or this, this and that. So now your friends are in agreement with you, right? So what good is that? So all this negativity is building up with more negativity. And now we're believing a lie and we are just never going to solve anything or be in peace. But when we're in the Lord, it's different because if you don't stand for something, then you're going to fall for everything that comes your way. When I read the scripture, the important thing I want people to take away from it is that there are many times that we want somebody that's going to agree with us when we're in a negative space. We want somebody to come along with us on that negative place. And this is human nature. Because that's what makes all these trolls on 
on, you know, that write these horrible things and all these yeah. things. Yeah, these are people that are doing what this says right here. They are listening to the crowd and those who go astray, they go after a lie. So one lie is believed about someone and it builds up on another person. And then now it's taken even a bigger form and more information is being added that's not true. And then it becomes this insanity as we even read about celebrities. And it's all because one person started that because they uh, trusted in whatever source, whatever feeling, whatever experience they had that had nothing to do with God, had nothing to do with God. So now they are going towards things that tickle their ears. So again, if we stand for everything and believe everything everybody says or believe, then we are going to fall for everything. We're not going to stand for one thing alone. And, and we're saying to you all listening that the reason that we speak so, so profoundly about Jesus Christ is because once, like the Bible says, we're going to say it, we were blind, but now we see. But even while the scales are taken off our eyes and the Holy Spirit abides in us, how? Well, once you accept the Lord Jesus and you say, Lord, I, I need you in my life and you, and you surrender that part of your life right, right now to him, I, I assure you, Johnny and I assure you, the Holy Spirit comes to abide in you and somehow, somehow by the power of his spirit, things start changing in you and you desire more of him and you desire to change. And the things you did before or heard before or your friends said before, all of a sudden doesn't feel right to you anymore. You see, you can't put new wine in old wine skin, says the word of God. So when you are in the Lord, we have to be renewed of our mind. And that takes a day at a time because if we keep the junk in that newness that God has given us, it's going to burst. It's going to and, burst. And what we want people to know is we're not religious freaks. We're human <laughs> beings whose eyes were open and everybody can have it. Yes. It happened to me in the worst part of my life in my young thirties. Yes. And I turned to the Lord when I needed, I needed him. I needed, I needed him. I don't know how else more to put it. And he was there for me and I got through it and my eyes opened and I saw him do things in my life that I never noticed before. And it was amazing because my life kept getting better. And this is what I'm saying. When you see it happen, you know, it's not luck. It's because you turn to him. It's like throwing yourself at his feet. And saying, Lord, I'm a sinner. Please help me. Help my life get better. And he I'm telling you, yes. he will make your life better if you ask him and turn to him. He'll be there for you. You have to want yes. it, though. And it's got to come from the heart. You can't turn to Jesus and say, I want to win the lottery, Lord. And then <laughs> if you never win the lottery, you get mad. I mean, you know where I'm coming from. It's so oh, oh, I did a whole video. It's called, uh, I think, Magical Thinking or something. I don't know, something of that case. And, and it's exactly what you just said. God is not a genie. There's no magical thinking. Um, I think I'm going to make you all laugh with that video, so check it out. Yeah, the Word of God says in Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. 
So when I was speaking and Johnny is speaking about, again, trusting the Lord of us not being perfect, uh, the importance of giving your heart to the Lord and understanding that those changes start happening in our heart because we are not to conform ourselves to the ways of our past. Amen. We can, we can be transformed. How? By reading his word, by studying. I know times are harder now, guys. I know that finding a good church sometimes is not easy. But Johnny and I have been blessed to have been led by the Lord to be able to attend churches and gather and hear the word in a congregation. And we have been blessed to find a good church or good churches. And they're out there, my brothers and my sisters. And why is it important? You're going to say, well, we're the church. Because something happens when two right there and three are gathered, right? He is there. Two is better than one. The better is because when in if it will happen one of us fall one of us gets weak in our faith in some area of our lives it still needs to be refined the other one that is stronger will pick you up two is better than one so trust my brothers and my sisters in the lord don't be anxious about anything and in everything with thanksgiving pray and present your petitions to the lord and the peace that surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and mind in christ jesus you know what my favorite psalm is in the Bible? Which and one? there's a lot of them. My favorite <laughs> yeah. saying, um, the most, the thing that I remember the most of everything that stands out is when Thomas saw Christ when he came back and Christ said, Jesus said, blessed is he who sees and believes more blessed are those who don't see and believe. Okay, because that's us. We never had him standing in front of us, but there is nothing in my life that will ever, ever, nobody, nothing will ever deter me from believing Jesus Christ is number one in my life above everyone and everything Johnny, I've been reading lately a lot about celebrities that have been married even for 40 years and everything, and they're getting divorced. I think during this time of pandemic, people have realized uh, good things that they want to fix about their lives, but they've also realized some things that have they've allowed to destroy them. How's that? Because we put our trust in ourselves, and now we are confined together. And now all of a sudden, uh, we have to be with someone, you know, a lot more hours than we're accustomed to. And that's where the real, uh, the real refining in us comes in and the real building in each individual comes in. And the more desperately we have to trust in the Lord. Wouldn't it be easy if we can just walk away from everything that upsets us? But that's not life, right, Johnny? That's oh, just that's not life. It's like we said before, life isn't easy. I've told my daughters this. Oh, college is so hard and working at the same time is so hard. You're not the only ones who've done this. Thousands okay. and thousands of kids work hard and go to college at the same time. And this is what I tell them. Life's not easy. And we don't like when it's not easy. We don't. No. What, what I don't like is I don't like about how so many things are given to people to try and make it easier for them when 
they really need to go through that gritty time in their life to make them develop into good adults, hardworking, good parents. It all falls in line because when you become parents or when you get married, it doesn't come with an instruction booklet. You know what I'm saying? You just, you're a good person. You're going to do the right thing. You're going to raise good children. There's things that are appropriate and there's things that aren't appropriate. Comes with, you know, being a good person in general and trusting in the Lord. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. We have to weigh our goodness upon the Lord because the word of God says that none of us are good. The word I of God says that. none of us are good. Listen, um, I understand, what, but I understand what you're saying when you say good. I totally understand. I mean, in, in the natural sense, being kind, being considerate, being, a, you know, a loving person, you know, uh, that's that's a good person. Someone who who there's millions of people like that, that are wonderful people. But the word of God says none of us are good. You know how we good and we become better is only with God trusting in him. Like Johnny says, every step of the way. Parents fail. Parents fail all the time. We all have stories about how our parents have failed. They have failed because they are human and they did the best they could. And some did not have good, uh, uh, you know, a good mom and dad themselves. And therefore it trickles down into generations. But with God, with God, there can be, that's another video in itself, generational curses can be broken. I think that sometimes we go to the extreme. And what I mean by that is, we can't coddle people or children. We can protect them and teach them, but we can't coddle them. For instance, when two teams are playing in a game, there's a winners in the, in, of the game and there's a losers in the game. Now, to give trophies to the other one just to make them feel good, that is ridiculous. When we used to play games, you either won or you did not win. Now, that's in a technical manner when it comes to not winning a game. But the truth of the matter is they are still winners. Why? Because they were there fighting, working, practicing, working as hard in that sport. They did the best they could. Now they can reflect on how could they be better? How could they be better? How could they get better? How could they strengthen? So when, when we go, we're going to extreme thinking that we cannot no longer, we have to coddle people and protect them from hurting. It's those hurts and those pains with Christ that teach us how to trust him and how to be good human beings. How's that for, for lack well, of better word? Learn lessons in life. Yes. Become the people they grow up into. Exactly. And if they're still living at home in their forties with their mother and father, that's what you just said. Coddling them. Believe it or not. Sometimes the little birdies got to fly the coop because that's the best thing you have to fall down to get up i've learned these things amen learn these things i moved amen. i moved out when i was 21 and i've been on my own ever since johnny so true we have to trust when we're walking with the lord we trust in god that there is going to be a strengthening in the situation a victory in the situation it may not be the outcome that we wanted but it will be the outcome that we need it because God never le beats us down. God would never say, well, you're in that problem. You're asking me why I don't want to answer you. No, 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 no. That's not God. That's not God. God loves us. 
He's ever present. He sees our pain. He's seen what we've done to ourselves as well. You know, the way we think, the way we process, but he's a loving God. It's not, we, like you said, we want to put God in, in the same uh, level as us. That's impossible. That's impossible. It's impossible as a human being. And I've accepted that. That, and you know, without going into it, we all know that's why God sacrificed his son, his only son, for forgiveness of our sins because we're humans. We live in, I'm guilty of it. I live in the flesh. It, it, it happens to all of us, Johnny. All I mean, how us. many times does money overtake our life? And, you know, we, we make yeah. it a priority. The Lord says, no, my money shouldn't be a priority. You should be glad you're wearing clothes. And I lived in New York because that's where I was born and raised. Um, I had the mentality as a woman, like many women, um, that I always had to buy something new clothing every week. You know, God forbid that I'd wear the same pants twice a week with a different shirt or something, right? Wash it up and put on again. God forbid. Um, I got to tell you the truth. I was a slave to material things, you know, since I was a child till I was, you know, honestly, even as a Christian until when I first got saved, I had my lunch hour and I said this, I said, Lord, what am I going to do now in this lunch hour? You know, I had an entire hour, which is a miracle, right? You know what the Holy Spirit said to me? I was so new, John. It was like a year in the Lord. This is how God speaks. He said, pray. I said, pray? Yeah. All of a sudden, I went to a New Beginnings meeting at the church that I was at later on, and I just felt to ask a question. And I said, do you all have prayer any time in the day? Johnny, I had no idea. It was the Lord. I was following and trusting his lead. And they said, yes, we do. We have it at lunchtime. So Johnny, after I would eat my lunch and sometimes not eating lunch, I would take a bus that was for one stop on Castle Hill, go into Crossroads, sit in a circle with a leader. People would come off the street. We'd pray for them. We'd close with a Psalm and a proverb. Or sometimes it was just he and I praying for all the prayer petitions from the church. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. The spirit of God is incredible. Spirit of God is incredible. If we trust him, he will start changing our heart. He will start showing us what he wants us to do. Will it be hard? We will have hard times. Will we get anxious at times? Uh, yeah, I do that a lot. But when you have friends that are in the Lord, like I have with Johnny and a, hand, and, a, and, a, and a handful of just others, you have somebody you can turn to that is not going to, it's going to take an impartial look, is not going to evaluate things upon who you are or who the other person is or whatever it is the problem. They judge gonna you. Evaluate, right. They're going to, they're going to not have to side with you. They're going to side with what they believe God, God is telling you to tell them. And what God is telling you not to tell them and what to pray about. That's when we trust God. Even then, as friends with other fellow believers, don't be too fast in telling people what to do without first seeking the Lord and getting his godly wisdom. You see, books and all that gives us knowledge. And that's an awesome thing. God gives us knowledge. But if you do not have godly wisdom, you just have knowledge. And knowledge cannot operate and flourish 
without the wisdom of God operating through it all. Knowledge, Amen. knowledge, it's like reading a book. Amen. But the wisdom of God opens up the heavens. So in closing, Johnny, I want to read a scripture and then you can close for us on anything you want to say. It says here, Psalm 112.7, he is not afraid, he or she, of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. We're going to have bad news in our life, in our lives, but we cannot be afraid. We have to trust in the Lord. Johnny, any closing words? Um, I just want to pray for a great man that uh, yes. I lost in my life recently, the great Lou Gallo. He was here in this studio. He did a presentation on Columbus like I've never seen in my life. Um, the most famous historian I've ever met. Um, he knew everything about Columbus and his voyages and went around the country preaching the truth about it from his journals, mm. congregating with other historians in the country, um, all facts, all truth. And um, the man was incredible. And uh, he's no longer with us um, due to complications with COVID. And uh, I truly loved that man. He was here in this studio. You could see the video up on my YouTube channel on Planet I'll B. It, I'll put it on the description. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's unbelievable. He was a great man. And um, I don't question what happened. I just say to myself, I'm going to miss him dearly. And I just want to pray for him and his family. Amen. Let's pray. We thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for your promises that we can trust in you. We thank you that even though we say, why God, why God? You say, I'm here. And I, we would have to believe and trust, Lord God, that you know all things and that your promises are true. They're yea and amen. And that, Lord, through it all, Lord God, we will learn and we will understand what you want us to understand. And whatever it is that we're not to be questioning, we won't question and just walk straight through and be renewed by your power, Lord God. Lord God, you know that, that, that my friends and many others are grieving this man, this wonderful man, Lord God, but we know that he's in heaven with you. We pray for all his friends that are missing him, his family, Lord God, his, his, his uh, co-laborers, you know, other people that he worked with, Lord. We, we will always remember for you, he has left a legacy, Lord Jesus. So we ask for the peace that surpasses all understanding, God. If anybody knows what it's like to lose, oh God, to have a loss, Lord God, to grieve rather, Lord God, is you, Lord God. So give them the strength that they need, Lord God. Give them the peace that they need, Lord God, for he is with you in heaven, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this day, Lord, and help those that don't trust you to trust in you today. Because the word of God says it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. Psalm 118.8. Thank Amen. you all. Amen. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Two is Better Than One. You know, Johnny and I have something we say on our shows, right? He says something, and I say something. So, Johnny, what is it you say at the end of every show? It doesn't get better than this. That's right. <laughs> Two is better than one. Sigue adelante. God bless you all. With God your bless. host, 
Doesn't get better than this. Two is better than one. DJ Johnny C and Arlene. Thank you for tuning in to Adelante with Arlene.